Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. The intergalactic boombox. Bruises on both my knees for you. Don't say thank you or please I do what I want when I'm wanting to. My soul, so cynical. So you're a tough guy, like a really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy. Just always so puff guy. I'm a bad guy. Duh. Thank you, Wreck-It Ralph and the Al Capella Symphony Orchestra. Greetings, Earthlings. It is I, Kyle Abair, a voice actor who talks to himself and thinks he's on a podcasting spaceship. The Intergalactic Boombox. The geek is strong with this one. Coming to you pre-recorded from a walk-in closet in Burbank just play along. It's the show that makes you ask, why is Gamora? Want to give a shout out to my sat cats for the week? Got Boostagrams from Layla from the Fun Fact Friday podcast, who sent 4,740 sats from the CurioCaster app and says, ah, yes, Needle Mouse, my favorite blue video game character. In reference to the original name for Sonic the Hedgehog from uh, last week's episode. Thank you, Layla. When I hear the word Sonic, I think about that restaurant chain. Anyway, Dreb Scott, the podcast chapter creation workhorse for all things Adam Curry, sent a whopping 27,828 sats via the Fountain app and says simply, He also sent a bunch of other smaller boosts too, but dude, thank you. Thank you everyone for uh, streaming sats and supporting the podcast. Satoshis are micropayments, so 2,000 sats are roughly $1. And streaming micropayment support like this directly to podcasters is way more efficient than Patreon or subbing on one of those big apps. Just go to newpodcastapps.com. Presents a nice long list of free podcast players. These are options all whipped up by a bunch of genius indie developers who are taking podcasting to the next level. Podcasting 2.0, as it is known. The question of the week. Who is your favorite Batman? Kai Guy says, Michael Keaton, for sure. Radar technician Bob. Kevin Conroy. Dylan says, Robert Pattinson. It's still too early for me to think that he's the best, but I mean, it's the first time you're seeing a younger Bruce Wayne. But he's really strong. But but stay tuned for a more thorough, spoiler-filled review here on the Intergalactic Boombox. Brad Duct Tape says, uh, Kevin Conroy. So does Sam Renew Infinity. Garen's Workshop says, my favorite is personally Val Kilmer. But I feel with a better script and a better movie, George Clooney could have been an excellent Batman. Lord Comet says, Keaton, hands down. Connor Jordan says, Bruce Wayne. Jim Green says, Tony Gwynn. Get it? Batman? Baseball player? Anyway. Rio MC says, Reno Romano. Dylan Duck says, Will Friedle. Ryan Hip says, Ben Affleck. Hardcore Kowalski says, Adam West. Mighty Avenger says, I'm a go with Michael Keaton. Nikki J.O. Hagen says, Adam West. Meme Lord says, Robert Pattinson. Mr. Otaku says, Lego Batman. Will Arnett. H. Colleen says, oh, come on. You know it's Adam West. Hawk says, I think it really depends on the era. Adam West encapsulates everything that was wonderful and fun about 50s and 60s comics. Keaton was great at capturing the darker gothic focus of the late 70s and 80s. Modern? I gotta go with Pattinson. Meg's Jedi says Val Kilmer. Now, an overwhelming majority that I didn't read, just because they were all unanimous about it, was Kevin Conroy. And I understand it's easiest and probably best to separate animated Batman from live-action Batman. So I've heard about every Batman portrayed except Bruce Greenwood and Diedrich Bader. New question. 
How long of a runtime do you think movies should be? 90 minutes? Two hours? Is three hours pushing it? Are you glad, say, for the Snyder Cut to be streamed and chopped into four parts as opposed to a button-a-thon being stuck in a theater? Do you have a cast-iron bladder and think, eh, I could do this all day? Or do you wish it war depends to the cinema? For me, personally, if they're pushing three hours or longer, I say stick an intermission in there. They did that with The Hateful Eight, and I was grateful. What do you think? Let me know. How long should movies be? At Boombox Pod. And now, every Let's Play video for Elden Ring. I said go left, 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 you stupid Hey, there's a merchant. Let me go ask him a quick... Oh, man. I'm gonna save me a dragon. And I'm dead. Why? Why? Why me? That's not fair, you... And your... Oh, put up. This is the best game ever. Ten out of ten. Hey, you only broke three controllers. I haven't slept in a week, and I feel great. I'm a play it again. Do you or someone you know ever rage quit video games and hurl the controller across the room, sometimes damaging TVs or other things in your room? Well, there's a gadget that may be right up your alley, and apparently it's been around for a while. I'm just reading about it here recently. How about an inflatable airbag, except it's not for your car. It's for your controller, and it protects everything around it. It's an inflatable, transparent cube that you blow up. It's got two holes for you to pass your hands and your controller through. So you're dying for the thousandth time. Slip your hand out and throw it as hard as you can wherever you want. I found this particular Rage Quit protector on Amazon. It's got over 1,500 reviews with a four and a half star rating currently on sale for 23 US dollars. Now, they're not a sponsor of the show or anything. I'm not getting any kickback for this, but I found this to be a noteworthy addition for serious gamers, especially those with a love-hate relationship with Elden Ring lately. Check the link in the show notes to get yourself an inflatable pool toy slash controller condom. Oh boy. South of the Rockies, you are on the air. Um, I've been on hold for like three years. It's about time. I just picked up. It rang once. Mm Mm-hmm. Fibber McGee. I knew a Fibber McGee. That guy still owes me money. I just looked up that rage protector on Amazon, and that's nice and all, but I think we need something to make society just a skosh more positive. What's wrong now, Karen? Where's the Rage Quit Protector for podcasts, hmm? How does that work? I listen to your stupid intermediate perfume cops, and I end up screaming at my phone for hours on end. <laughs> Under the word migraine in the dictionary, there's a picture of you, Lyle. Kyle. I'm going to stick you in an inflatable cube, and when I rage quit your stupid show, I could throw you off a cock duty cliff. Aww, you care about my safety. You want the airbag to protect me from splatting on the ground. That's that's really sweet of you. Well, I'm not a total monster. Uh, that's not the word I was thinking of for you, Karen. Mm. But uh, if you've got a big problem with me or the podcast, why don't you just simply unfollow? Nobody's forcing you to listen. Somebody should force you to listen, Mr. Man. Oh, believe me, I listen way more than anybody else. Look, you know what? I'm going to buy this inflatable rage protector off Amazon and send it to you. That way you can put your phone in there. Good, because I've broken three vases, four TVs, uh, I've got 19 noise complaints, 59 evictions, yeah. and I'm now banned from over 200 Starbucks. Best resume ever. Thank you. Literal Trailer presents Obi-Wan Kenobi. Sand, coarse, rough, and irritating, and it gets everywhere. As Obi-Wan rides a space camel and then creates a new home that he can go back to and rethink his life. He creeps on a young Luke who thinks pod racing is so wizard 
EQ Duel of the Fates, the iconic theme where it sounds like they're saying corn on the cob. The bad plane flies over the ocean. No one expects the Grand Inquisitor. Obi-Wan is bummed there's no Wi-Fi on the desert train. Bad guys wear black, plus it looks cool. Uncle Owen is trying to remember if he locked the front door. Wait, what are we doing in Gotham City? The Jedi code is like an itch. It feels really good when you scratch it. <clears throat> anyway, the Grand Inquisitor shows off his Darth Maul 2.0 lightsaber. Guy Fox and his homies walk down the streets from Blade Runner. Wait, does that wood inscription say Anakin is a whiny butt? Quick, release every bird from John Woo movies and paint them green. Hope survives, and so do epic beards. Obi-Wan, you woe me. Coming May 25th. See what we did there? Only on Disney+. Plus. Nah. If you ain't seen the Batman yet, first of all, what's the matter with you? Second, you should skip to the next chapter on a Podcasting 2.0 app. If you ain't got a Podcasting 2.0 app, what's the matter with you? Get one already from NewPodcastApps.com. Lastly, feel free to skip ahead to 13 minutes and 29 seconds. But now, it's spoiler time. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we got a three-hour Batman movie, and it works really well. Overall, pretty much. The last act kind of feels like a Warner Brother executive note saying, we need an epic set piece. You know, before the flood, it felt like things were coming to a logical conclusion. But hey, it is Batman after all. So if Nolan can keep your butt in seats for a long time, why not Cloverfield's Matt Reeves? We got an ensemble of great actors playing great characters. And I was never bored. Robert Pattinson takes a youngish Bruce Wayne and runs with it. He's brooding. He's still raw from losing his parents. And just a couple years into donning the flying rat suit, there's no dashing, dapper, charming, rich guy swagger. He's just kept an introvert. And I love that he hasn't nailed the superhero landing yet. <laughs> He's kind of a douche canoe to Alfred, and luckily his voice hasn't hit those bail octaves either. You thought that Chris Nolan films were realistic. This one is cemented in it, too. It feels super grounded. It feels about as real as a world with a vigilante crime fighter can be. And while some may feel he comes across as one note, I think the acting choices work. There's a lot of sadness and a whole bucket of issues to make a therapist retire early. I think he says a lot with his eyes. People are no longer allowed to crap on Dark Snyder's dark DC Universe film since Matt Reeves, the Batman, is practically pitch black. That's not a complaint, by the way. I love it. Grieg Fraser's cinematography paints a washed-out, dreary, depressing, and yes, dark Gotham City. A place where you just feel dirty after spending five minutes there. Ew. Oh, the car. I wasn't sold on it when I first saw it in the trailers, but watching it in context, especially the introduction, oh, chef's kiss. It feels like it fell straight out of Fury Road. I, I mean, I've loved all the roided-out Batmobiles through the years, but this one is, oh, man. I dig those spy cam contact lenses, too, which does explain why Batman walks so slow in this movie. You gotta take in all the details so you can examine it later. And was that Bane's green poison serum, or was that just an adrenaline shot in the final showdown? Casting-wise, there isn't one single weak link. Zoe Kravitz portrays a tortured soul who could put Trinity through her paces. I like how she tries to warm up to Wayne, but he just ain't having it. And just as he's about to dunk his toe in the pool with her, she pulls away and says, eh, never mind. Paul Dano, who is always amazing in every movie he's in, this ain't wacky zany Jim Carrey anymore. This is Zodiac Killer. 
Jeffrey Wright is as inspired a Jim Gordon casting choice as expected, and ironic since he will voice Batman in an upcoming HBO Max podcast serial. John Turturro, he's so even-keeled as Carmine Falcone, you sense it justifies him wearing shades throughout the entire movie. I'm actually on board with him hinting that he could have been behind Bruce's parents getting killed, but it's not confirmed definitively. I know, the comic book purists out there are raging. Anyway, Ozzy, Oswald Cobblepot, bada-bing, bada-boom, hey, I'm walking here, good fella, penguin. Colin Farrell and the world's most convincing makeup job are a blast. I wonder if there was any point when he was in the makeup chair, four hours a day, having all that put on there, thinking to himself, why don't they just hire a fat guy? I'm really glad that they didn't off him like the earlier films would. And in fact, much like Peacemaker, HBO Max has greenlit a spinoff miniseries for Pengy. If you're curious when the Batman will be on streaming platforms, it will actually drop on HBO Max on April 19th which is after the contractually obligated 45-day window. But I say, get out there. See it on the big screen. This is the first movie I've seen in theaters since the beginning of the pandemic, and it was totally worth it. And now, 10 Second Theater presents The Batman. I got you, Batman! I got you! I got you, fat man. Riddle me this. Solved it. Why don't we get out of Gotham City and get into some shenanigans somewhere else, hmm? No. <sighs> Fine. We're getting a new alien movie. We're getting a new alien movie. I still get excited even though I'm always let down. How about you? First, there's a TV series in the works, which we reported on an earlier episode. And now comes word that a new alien movie is coming from director Fede Alvarez, director of the Evil Dead remake, which is awesome. Don't Breathe, which is awesome. And a producer of the recent Netflix Chainsaw Massacre, which was not awesome. They had some great kills, a lousy script, and a fantastic ending. Confused much? Ridley Scott is set to produce the new flick. The word on the street is that it will not be set within the current series timeline. Hey, I'm all for a self-contained story versus a cinematic universe connective thread. We got Joker and the Batman delivered that way, even if they end up spawning sequels. Now, before you get too prepared to watch Xenomorph Mayhem splatter all over the place in IMAX, you're going to have to dial it back a considerable bit, because it appears this new as-yet-untitled alien movie will debut on Hulu which is also where the upcoming Predator prequel, which is also where the upcoming Predator prequel, Prey, a lot of alliteration, will be headed. Oh, hello! Uh, excuse me, uh, Captain. Uh, permission to speak, sir? Chiggles, it's a free universe, man. What's on your mind? Okay, thank you. Sure. Uh, so, I got a name for this unnamed new alien movie. Okay. Picture this. How about... Cheaper by the dozen, yeah? You know, cause eggs. <laughs> Yo, bro, genius title, man. <laughs> you want I should throw him out the airlock? Oh, no, that that won't be necessary. Gets. You sure? I can make it look like an accident. No, wait. I know. Let's get Danny Trejo. Huh? They always promised a machete in space. True. I can see it now. He's cruising around the universe like Lobo on his space motorcycle. Don't mess with the main man. <laughs> Blow him up the airlock. It's the only way to be sure. Affirmative. <laughs> oh, look at the time. If you like the show, tell a friend. Or even better, reshare the clips from the show that I post at Boombox Pod. It would mean a lot. Remember, happiness is a perfume you cannot pour on others without getting a few drops on yourself. Just make sure not to be too happy and put too much on, because people don't like smelling you from across the parking lot. Ugh. Till next time, I am out of here.